0: Here I am. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. That was a fun show. So I'm going to need some comments to come through the chat. going am looking for some comments to come through because I don't have an agenda for this. All I have is some packs of Three's Company cards that I'm going to... Uh, Unwrap and open thanks to Chad Shipper of Florida for sending these my way. Very nice, very generous and pretty funny. Actually, he did warn me not to eat the gum because it's like 40 years old, but I don't know if I'm very good at listening. So I might eat some of this gum anyway and see how quickly it disintegrates in my mouth, hopefully not to the detriment of my health. I see a few of you there now. Thank you for joining. Tampa, you're back. Tampa's back. Daniel, good to see you, buddy. T dot, welcome back. Ripping for a tripper. Ripping for Jack Tripper. Exactly. Exactly. Eat it. Hey, you don't need to encourage me, Tampa. I'm telling you, me, you don't need to encourage me. Skeppy, great show. Tim seems to be good at what he does. Yeah, he's a smart guy, a nice guy, smart guy, he really cares. Uh, and thank you. I, I I I thought the show went well. I was pleased with it. Thank you, Jeff. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Buzzy met you, meet you at the Regal Beagle. Yes, it's funny you say that because I obviously know the Regal Beagle from Three's Company, but where I, I live in Calgary, there is a there are a couple of pubs in town called the Regal Beagle. For a second, I was like, Oh, you live in Calgary. Albert, you got some 90s Harley Davidson cards. Very nice. Very nice. Well, hey, I'm gonna uh I'm gonna open these and you guys want to chit chat, you got comments, questions, anything for me, anything you want to talk about, put it out there, put it out in the chat and we can, uh, we can have some, some hobby talk, a little bit of a un, unplanned hobby talk episode. Happy to do that. Did I ever sell my Jordan cards? If you're, what, what Jordan cards? I had a few that I have, uh, that I had up on uh, PWCC on their fixed price listing, I gave them some cards at the National in August. And um, I, it's funny, I didn't sell any like, I didn't actually sell any but one card that I had listed on Com C's fixed price listing, I'll tell you a quick story. So I gave them the cards. And they they uploaded them into the fixed price, uh, you know, listings on their website. And they were up for a few months, I probably had them priced too high. Anyway, I get an email from PWCC. I don't know. This is probably back in November. An email that saying somebody notified us that your, your card, it was a FLIR Ultra Platinum Medallion 1996 Michael Jordan PSA 9. Somebody had reached out to to PWCC. And it's a good thing they did. Saying that I think this particular card on your, on your platform is a fake. So they asked. So PWCC reaches out to me and they say, hey, you know we have your card here and somebody uh, thinks it might be fake and we want to just check on that so do you mind if we send it to PSA for a review on your behalf and I said no of course not let's we got to find out if this thing is a counterfeit or not so I have to go through the process of logging into PSA and I had a special code and fill out a form for a um, a review the service is called review so I do that anyway little time goes by and I get a message from PwCC I don't know how long ago right around Christmas time maybe maybe middle of December telling me that hey we have bad news for you your card is fake and I'm like well that sucks because you know I bought the card uh, thinking it was real it was in a PSA slab so I was relying on their on their expertise. Uh, but the nice thing is that PSA does have the guarantee in place where they will compensate you uh, for the market value of your card if it is found to be fake uh, or altered or whatever in their in their slab. And so, after some back and forth and sort of some negotiating, um, we kind of came to a deal on on it. And so, uh, I didn't sell a I, I didn't sell a real Jordan card, but I sold a. I did manage to sell to PSA a counterfeit Michael Jordan 96 Fleer Ultra Platinum Medallion PSA 9 uh, for what we agreed to as a fair value and I'm um, sure I would have liked to gotten a little more for it of course who who wouldn't but at the end of the day if they didn't have that that guarantee in place I'd be out my money and I would just have lost the fair market value of that card uh, what it was today so um so there to the to to Tampa did I sell my Jordan cards no But I had to uh, I had to sell a fake Jordan card and I got real Jordan card money for it. So um, that's a case where when I see people kind of, you know, criticizing uh, PSA for their grading fees, which I understand isn't related to this, but more so for their upcharges, I understand now that that is going to benefit people who are stuck in a situation like I was stuck in where I bought a counterfeit card, unknowing, unknowing. And I even went as far as sending PSA my original eBay email on the purchase of that card, which I think I bought. I think about I the card in like March of 2019. So it had gone up significantly since I bought it, and I ended up, you know, making about six times my money on that card, uh, even though it was fake at the end of the day. So watch out what you, you know, when you're complaining about upcharges from PSA that is benefiting others in the hobby who are being stuck with uh, with bad cards. So there's all of that. There's all of that. Darren wants to know what was my biggest takeaway from the f- talk with Tim? I was sleeping through Jumanji for at least the first half came in late. Uh, my biggest takeaways were that, you know, someone mentioned at the end, but a um, couple of things, the chat was much friendlier this time. And that's because as I said to Tim, before the show started, They've been out of the news lately. I haven't seen complaining posts on Instagram or Facebook like I did last year, you know, back in the first half of last year. So uh, my biggest takeaways are that they've made a lot of progress. Tim did seem more relaxed, which is really nice to see. I've known Tim for years. Like we've had dinners together. I consider him a friend and I felt for him last year uh, from what he was going through. And this year or, or now, he seems much, uh, just much more relaxed, and um, so I'm happy for him w- as far as that goes. And uh, but I liked hearing about the mission and the the goals and the 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 really the values that they have at Calm sea, I, I believe in that kind of stuff. I think it works and it's good for culture. So I was just happy to see it and glad to see that they made so much progress. Uh, Darren, it's tough for me to answer a question like that like right away because there's so much going on in my mind. So it's the kind of thing I got to kind of. Think about for a bit, and maybe I'll come up with another answer later. Purple haze, what is going on? Okay, yes, Tampa wasn't the original Mr. Roper. Yes, he was the original Mr. Roper. No, his name was Mr. Furley. They switched, so the landlord was Mr. Furley. Then, in whatever happened, Mr. Roper was the net was the new landlord. There we go. Barry Ma knows Norman Fell was Mr. Roper, and Don Knotts was Mr. Furley. and Mr. Furley. For my for my money, Mr. Furley was the was the superior character on that show compared to to Mr. roper. I, I loved the Mr. Furley episodes. I mean, I was young when I watched them so those made me laugh really hard really hard. Tampa says PSA usually comes in pretty low for their first offer. interesting you mentioned that Tampa because they I thought they came in low on the first one, but by the end of it uh it I got them up uh. I got them up almost double of the original offer. It was a card that there was no comps. That's the problem. So there were no comps. So I couldn't fault them for what I felt was a low offer, but it ended up being uh, double the original. And that's only going to happen on our very low pop or uh, low pop and, and like no comp sort of card. It was, it was a, it was a bit of a negotiation. It was tough to, to agree, to be honest. Thank you, Jake's toe hit the likes. Appreciate that. Was the Jordan in an old slab? Good question. Let me, I don't remember. So let me see if I can find my original picture of it. I try to stay on top of my whole organizing my, my collection. And I don't know if I think, I think I moved this out of here, but I would have moved it into a different folder, my sold folder. So let me see if I can find that here and see. Cause that's a good question. Now I know I'm not going to, oh, I know where it's going to be. It's going to start with a B for BK. Got hundreds in here. So bear with me. Let's see if I can find it and answer this question. Looking for the Bs, looking for the Bs. Here we are. Here's the card. Here's the actual card. So it's a new holder. It's a serial number starting with 412. So again, this would have been great in like probably 2019, I believe. But that's the card that's the exact card that is, uh, that is fake. So too bad. So sad. Do I remember who I bought the card from? Yeah. Uh, it was an eBay account and I don't remember off the top of my head right now, but I have all my, all my old, uh, eBay receipts. So let's see if I can find the, uh, find the email with it with the eBay user because I even sent that to, to PSA so they would see uh they could see who the who sold me the card even I don't know if they do anything with that yeah so here it is the the seller was was by the name of Chroma C-H-R-O-M-A C-H-R-O-M-A is who I bought the card from Chroma Darren I was catching up on the stacking slabs podcast episode and heard Brett give a shout out to you oh that's nice to hear Appreciate that. I mean, I've heard him give me shout outs too, but I haven't listened to to Brett's uh, last probably six or so episodes. I might've heard one in the meantime, but thank you for letting me know, Darren. It's always nice to hear, uh, especially when someone you respect is giving you a shout out. That's, that's great. I appreciate that. Andrew Marks, can you transfer some of your cards into your retirement? No, you cannot. I know you, well, I don't know if you can in the US. I know you can in Canada. They're just not qualified investments to get into the, uh, to get into tax deferred accounts. So no, I'm going to guess the answer is probably no uh, down in the U S as well. Uh, Yeah. Brett has been on the show. Brett was on a long, I think he was on about a year ago. I think he was on January of last year. You can find that in the archives and check it out, Darren, for sure. Yeah. It was a crazy story. Drew. Yeah. I didn't lose out. I mean, I I made money. I made like 600% on that fake card. So That's not bad. Yes. Farley. No Roper came after Furley. Daniel. I'm almost positive. I'm almost positive. Roper came after Furley, but fact check that for me. Don't eat the salad. Three's company. Zegra said most times I hear PSA buying back fake cards is because they've graded them in the first place. Well, that's the only reason why they would buy them back and it's embarrassing for well, they, yeah, of course they're not going to leave them out on the market. If if I wouldn't have agreed to the to the kind of our final round of of going back and forth, um, they were gonna the option was that they would they wouldn't they would crack the card out of the slab because they're not gonna let it leave the building in their slab again and send me back the fake card which is worth zero to me so of course I'm gonna settle it at you know once we got to our final round there. Well yeah Ziegler of course they shouldn't have graded it in the first place I mean you're just stating the obvious there though. Yeah, I was in a lighthouse, so it wasn't that old. I mean, some cards are well done. I mean, what, what can you say? <laughs> your your uh, real name is Jeremy, too. Nicknamed Jake since you were a kid. Jake, Oh, Jeremy Stowe. Okay, very cool. I, I'm i going to keep on calling you Jake or Jake Stowe because it'll be hard for me to remember all this, but uh appreciate the info, Jeremy. So we had three Jeremys on the show today. Any thoughts on the Marks Cards PSA group sub situation, says Skeppy? Well... I listened to part of the crossover last night with Chris and Josh on Instagram. And they had on Kevin Lenan from PSA, the president of PSA. And I didn't catch all of it. Cause I went and played poker with some buddies last night, but what I heard was that they're going to be taking care of the, the submitters. So that's great. Thoughts on Mark's. I mean, you got to be careful who you do business with, right? That's it. You got to be careful who you do business with. You got to do some due diligence. And I think that, I think that this is the kind of thing that's going to make the hobby stronger. It's going to come at the expense of some people. PSA is it's coming at an expense of PSA. They're going to go out of pocket on on a bunch of things. I believe. So, I mean, I'm going to look at. I'm you know, y'all know if you watch me. This is a I'm a glass half full guy. I, I see the positive in things a lot of the time, and um and in this case, obviously there's a lot a lot of negative in this story, but the positive is that the whole system is going to be better moving forward, or at least it should be. So hopefully it is. 100%, Furley after Roper, really? Okay, so I remember it wrong. Romer came before Furley. Furley was second. Everyone, everyone know, okay, Roper was first. Wow, my memory is, uh, I guess I was always in syndication then when I was watching them. But thank thank you for straightening me out on that. Roper was there at the beginning with Chrissy, right? And then, Chrissy and Janet and then Terry, was it Terry that came into the house or the into the apartment? Yes, the the card show in Toronto has moved to June. Uh, the, the Toronto Expo is now June 2nd to 5th, which is going to be great, I think, because the weather will be great. We have baseball. We uh, yeah, we have baseball, we have hockey and basketball playoffs probably still going on. And uh sh- and not quite like not quite cottage season either. So everyone should still be in town. AK, can you explain what Fanatics is? Yeah, just a TLDR. I mean, Fanatics is a monster of a license, a licensee of many sports uh, properties, and they have a, they have a huge distribution network, a huge online e-commerce uh, business, and they now own Tops. They bought tops. First, they got the licenses, then they bought tops. But I'll tell you what, AK, there's several other content creators that did in-depth uh, in depth episodes and videos on it. So just do a search on YouTube and you'll find lots on it. Abdil, great to see you. Thank you for joining. Barry says, Ralph Furley's brother bought the apartment building. Ropers moved out and spun off a new sitcom called The Ropers. Furley moved in and became the landlord. Okay, Stephen, the reseller. Thanks for joining. Good to see you, Aaron Sickle, longtime listener, first time catching a live. Thanks, great show. Thank you, Aaron. A second person tonight who's a, a first time live viewer, but welcome to the live. Always great to have a podcast listener come into a live show. This is after hours at the Regal Beagle. There you go. Well done, Adam. Well done, Cindy. Then Terry. Oh, Cindy was in the middle, right? I remember wasn't Cindy Chrissy's cousin or something like that. You bet, AK. I appreciate that. Then Lana. I don't. I do don't remember Lana? Jake says fanatics is the devil. I don't know. We'll see. They, they have they have a they have a lot of uh, a lot of time to prove it one way or the other, and to see how they're what they're going to do. But let's see. I'm I'm going to open up uh, some of these three companies packs that uh, Chad Shipper sent to me. Sent me his business card. He runs a restaurant in Florida called <clears throat> the Lazy Flamingo. Raw Bar Seafood Grill, Lazy Flamingo in Sanibel Island, Florida. Sanibel Island, Florida if anybody is looking for some seafood in Florida. <coughs> Excuse me. So, Barry, how did Barry works at Comsea? He Barry runs the Canadian office in in uh, just outside Vancouver. A friend of mine as well. He's uh I think Barry, I think you're in last place in our in the Sports Card Live hockey hockey Yahoo Fantasy this year. But I, I don't think you're running your team every day. I don't think you're setting your lineup, so that could be a part of it. But I'm gonna open up a pack of these and uh, let's see what comes out. I'm looking for I'm looking for like John Ritter, right? John Ritter being Jack Tripper. Here's the gum. Here's the gum. Forty-four years old. It's got a bit of chew left, actually. It's got a bit of chew left. Yeah. It's not going to last long. All right, they're all blank because those are the ba- they're all stickers. So here we go. Let's see what we got. We have a two sided puzzle piece. That's definitely Larry's chin right there. Mm, that gum like it's basically gone. Here we go. This is this is the best card right off the bat. It's the it's the three main characters, Jack, Janet, and Chrissy. It's off centered. pretty it's probably like a about a 70 30 off center, side to side top to bottom but hey that's a cool fun card what's next (laughs) jack and mr elbert jack you should go far in life the farther the better (laughs) wacky roommates you know just these silly cards here we go dream girl chrissy now i don't know about a bunch of you guys out there but uh she was a dream girl for me when I was uh, in, in growing up in the 80s. Yeah, I had a big crush on Chrissy. No doubt about it. And here we go. Portrait of Chrissy. There we go. Suzanne Summers, very pretty girl, for sure. That's pack number one of Three's Company. Lots to go. We're not going to open them all here. Yeah. some who just said, uh, yeah, Tampa, I made you proud by eating the gum. Hockey guy says, eat it. How does it compare to the hockey gum? I'm telling you, I, I'm not enjoying the, the aftertaste right now at all. I am not enjoying the aftertaste. Hockey gum <clears throat> hockey gum was tastier for sure. Tampa says Sanibel Island is amazing. That's pretty cool. Barry gave up on the hockey pool. I guess I've done that too when you fall behind. Stuff to keep uh, stay motivated, isn't it? Mr. Roper PMG says, Bobby, let's see if we can pull... Full for me and Bobby, a Mr. Roper precious metal gems. What year are these from? Like 1978. These are from I just ate 50, I just ate 40, 48-year-old gum. 40 44 year old gum. Wow, that wasn't smart. All right. That's that looks like Chrissy's head. Two-piece uh, puzzle piece there, two-sided puzzle piece, some action shots. We finally got our relationship ironed out. I mean, these are just funny. Portrait of Janet. She can't love that picker. Her tongue is sticking out. Look, dear. Jack can read without moving his lips. Mr. and Mrs. Roper. Here's the whole, the whole family, the Threes Company gang. Look at the centering on that, top to bottom. Not so good. I'm gonna have to call. Tops or Opichi or whoever made. These are Tops. I'm going to have to call Tops and complain about the centering on this. Poor quality control. 1979. And the zany Bachelor Jack. That's what we're looking for. The Jack Trippers. Lots of fun. Anybody want this? Anybody want this gum? Because I got like 12 pieces here. I'm going to eat one more. I'm going to eat one more just for your all all yours entertainment. And let's see if I get sick and I'll let you know next week if I get sick I shouldn't do this I'm doing it for you guys I'm doing it for you guys have you seen graded fanatics labeled cards advertised yet no I haven't (laughs) Oi. Kyle I might make him puke watching the gum yeah Hey, Bobby, me too. Like, I love Chrissy. Don't get me wrong. But I had the hots for Janet too. Like 1984, 85. I had the hots for Janet too. I'm not going to deny that. It's gone. Like, it it disappeared. It's not like I swallowed it. it. Completely disappeared in my mouth. I had some of those years ago along with Mork and Mindy. Yeah, Mork and Mindy. See, Robin Williams passed away. Mork and Mindy, that was like his breakout show. Maybe uh maybe there's some money in and Morgan Mindy cards out there for anybody LGC welcomes Chrissy sold five she did sell five masters she did Daniel liked Cindy I. Cindy was Terry I'm remembering Terry now Terry was hot Terry was hot for sure yeah, thank you, thank you, hockey guy. I'm gonna need someone to let me know if I start uh, if I'm if I got my eyes on the comments I'm not looking at myself too much here. Darren says, curious about the chat's involvement in the hobby. I'm a middle school math teacher, collects for fun, made about 10 episodes on a channel last year. Fun, but lots of work, watching, over creating now. Interested to see what some of you say to Darren's question, but uh, middle school, lots of teachers in the hobby I've met over the years. I know, uh, I think Wax Museum Kyle is a teacher. Joe Perot is a teacher. I'm sure I've met some more along the way. And I know it's a challenging uh, challenging." career to be in these days tampa if the guy who sent jeremy the cards is on that's chad shipper did you buy these from the antique shop on sanibel island i saw these there so let's see he did send me a sent me like a nice handwritten note here after listening to the he says jeremy after listening to one of the recent shows hearing you say it would be fun to pull a jack tripper or mr roper card I found a box of these—only stickers, but still so fun. Going to the old classic TV shows. Hope all is well. Keep up the great work. And then he goes, signs off. Chad Chip. He says, "P.S. May not want to eat the 44-year-old gum. Two, two times around. It's th- oh, this time around. Yeah. Well, I did, Chad. I ate the gum. But thank you, thank you very much. Call fanatics about the yeah fanatics own stops. I should call up for now." I'll send uh, Josh Luber a message on Instagram saying, why is my '3s' company card from 1979 off center, Josh? You weren't even born yet. Well, maybe he was. No, Tampa. That's it. I'm done. I'm done at two. Give it away at the expo. Free gum. Yeah, I could. I could. I'll probably save it. I'll probably save it to see if there's any takers sometime. We appreciate the gum meeting. You're welcome. At the cost of my health. You're welcome. Darren, much appreciation to the content creators out there. It's lots of work. Yeah, I have a good for. I have a good. I'll admit, because doing lives means there's no post production. Once this show's over, I'm done. Like I, I'm. All I do is I download the audio and I upload it to a podcast. It doesn't take long at all. But for all these guys, like uh, you know Ryan from Breakout, who does tons of videos, and yeah, he's got Steve helping him still. But it's so much work for these guys to do all the editing. Yeah, I'm I'm lucky that way for sure. I bet the gum should have been pink, not like brown. It wasn't hard, I wouldn't chip a tooth, it wasn't hard. There he is, here's Chad, here's the gift giver. Picked up a box on eBay, I think they came from Cape Cape Corral. Well, thanks again, Chad, did you see me eat the gum? Because if I get sick, I'm sending you the bill. Just kidding, buddy, just kidding. You, You warned me, you warned me. All Valley says I've seen fanatic slabs, but they're not great, it's just authenticated autos. Okay, I think you're supposed to chew the gum. Well, yeah, but it doesn't chew. I'm telling you, it disintegrates in your mouth for sure. Mrs. Roper would tear us all to shreds. Terry was the prettiest. Yeah, she was good looking. You will be Jack Tripper after eating that gum. I don't know if I'll be Jack Tripper, Beavis. I don't know if I'll be Jack Tripper. Heart at 5, three's Company at 5.30, then CBC. Yeah, I had happy days and threes Company for me on my after school shows in the early 80s bobby says i would get tired of watching susan use that thigh master after two hours or so so bob so now we know that bobby was just watching suzanne summers use the thigh master so bobby bought the thigh master for the video that came with it right bob <laughs> hey i don't blame you i probably would have done the same thing zegra bought a collection it came with a lot of hockey seems to be that memorabilia cards for hockey are more expensive compared to football baseball where there's a lot of trash jerseys yeah well hockey does produce the nicest patches in all of sports cards. Uh, there's an argument for like racing cards because they've got so many different logos and advertisements on, on their jackets and that. But for, for me, hockey patches are, are the nicest. Like they put basketball and football and baseball for the most part, really to, to shame as far as the, just the niceness of the patch cards. <laughs> Jake, actually, I would tell you if I see, I, I, I love the gum growing up. I, I would fill my mouth with a whole box worth of gum if I could. But this is not—it's not good anymore. I'm on it. It's just not good anymore. Zegra. Most of the hockey memorabilia I have looked at—I've looked at—seems to have some sort of value comparatively. I know nothing about hockey, but enjoy working through the cards. I mean, I think it's like anything: some has value, some doesn't. Not all of it does for sure, but uh, you—you know—you'll figure it out in time. Keep on, keep on doing your research. You'll—you'll you'll get it figured out. Zegra might take a bit of time, but you should figure some—some some of it out. The name of the restaurant: The Lazy Flamingo the lazy Flamingo there we go Chad we're generating we're generating business for you. Tony Sin says I'm a big 90s graded hockey insert collector. Are there more options in Canada not much on eBay I mean I am too Tony I I mean not maybe not as big as you probably not as big as you as far as chasing 90s hockey inserts but I do have some and I do enjoy them but I would say I mean if you're going to the local shows of course there's going to be more hockey cards at Canadian shows than there are at US shows hands down, no doubt about it. But as far as online, it, you know, it doesn't really matter where you are, I would I would say. So, um, you know, if you're joining Facebook groups that aren't exclusive to residents of one country over another, then you can, find, you can find what you're looking for. But as far as live purchases, yeah. At the LCSs and at the card shows, you're gonna find way more up here, definitely. Hockey Guy just reminds everybody that chewing is a part of it. It's actually a part of digestion. Chewing is the first stage of digestion. Look it up. Bobby says eating the eating the gum doubles as a fourth job. Yeah, I mean the amount of the, the amount of maintenance I might need to do on myself after eating those simple two pieces might turn into a job. Barry Ma says, Can you believe you've done 129 episodes? I know, man. It's crazy. I remember looking forward to episode 30, thinking episode 30 is never gonna come. And I had Dr. Beckett scheduled for that. I thought, wow, that's a that's a milestone. And now we're at 130 next week. Yeah, it's 129 episodes of Sports Cards Live. This is 63 of After Hours, and I've done 20 episodes now of Collectible Live. So we are over 200 episodes I've done altogether in my live streaming career, which is nuts, nuts to me. Darren suggests that we pick up some Saved by the Bell and Back to the Future cards. Back to the Future had some of that gum too. More pink though. Chalky. I like my gum chalky and pink for sure. For sure. Watch them as reruns. Soccer patches are also very nice. Yeah. Not as nice as hockey though. I, in my, I'm just going to say for me, I won't make, I won't say that that's the, that's a fact. That's my opinion. T dot went to Santa Monica. I fell off my bike where Jack did the intro on purpose. I bet. Right. That's cool. Very cool. What about Laverne and Shirley ever, anyone ever try milk and Pepsi out of curiosity? No, I haven't. But yeah, I, Laverne and Shirley, I watched, I watched, was was that the spit that was a spinoff from Happy Days, I believe. I loved all those shows. All those Norman Lear shows were great. Hockey guy, lots of stuff sets on eBay have dried up pretty much completely. Yeah, I mean, I was buying, I was buying hockey inserts, both from the 90s and the Fleer of the 2010s, like about three, three to four years ago, buying up as much as I could. And then they, then they spiked. So I, I'm, I'm partially responsible for cleaning out eBay on a lot of those jab not job Uh, i don't know what that's about sorry tampa did i miss one of your comments might have might have sorry yeah mr furley leisure on his leisure suits Uh, a leisure suit patch auto that would be that'd be hot for sure jake went to my first trade night at an lcs tonight first time since the early 90s didn't pick up anything but it was fun and yeah, I mean, my question is, was it nice to uh, get to know people? Was it nice to meet more hobbyists, uh, Jake? That's my question. Like where, for, and where was it? Curious. And where was it? And uh, yeah, what, did you enjoy meeting hobbyists? And um, what was the vibe like? Uh jab. I don't even remember what this is about, guys. Fourth jab. Somebody got their fourth jab? That's a lot of jabs, isn't it? I got my, oh, eating the, I got it, Bobby. Sorry. Eating the gum doubles as a, <laughs> okay. Now I'm with you thank you for clarifying. Joe Sacco, I'd like to hear stories about your card shop. I mean, card shop had it for um, three years, 91 to 94. It was called JJ's Sports Cards in Winnipeg on the corner of Grant and Centennial. And uh, I mean, it was Junk Wax era. So I don't have many great stories. Um, Did a decent business. And I we closed because i was uh, you know <clears throat> i was doing it with my parents actually they were the they were the capital behind it i was just working it as i was going through school and then school took over so not a lot of uh, not it's weird i'm weird to say but it was a short time and it was so long was 30 years ago so i don't have a lot of memories from there they're vague at this point brett hall was the hottest thing going back then brett hall upper deck french the sergey fedorov the stanley cup hologram the pinnacle bees from score that's what was hot back then, and then you started getting the don the 91 Donruss baseball and Fleer, the yellow Fleers, the red Donrusses, which I just felt were junk at the time, and um, hated selling them because I just didn't like them, but people bought some still. Lots of Pro Set, Pro Set Platinum, Stadium Club, all those cards came out back then. The Parkhurst, lots of hockey. Darren, eating the... Vid- Editing the videos was super fun and rewarding, but time-consuming. Ironically, my last episode was a live interview with Sue's. Had to pull the plug. Too much on the plate. I hear you. I well, I hear you. But um, I'm not planning to pull the plug. At least, not. Not that I am. I'm, I'm not thinking about it. That's for sure. <laughs> milk and Pepsi. Uh, milk and Pepsi is a terrible idea. Milk and Pepsi wasn't bad, but I was a kid and would try just about anything. Got it. Thank you. Eighties hockey is gold. Milk and Pepsi, not a good idea. How much wax did you open at JJ's? What I would do, Bobby, is the big product for us was 9192 Upper Deck Hockey. Like, ninety, ninety-one came out. I think we opened up the shop kind of into its existence. So, 9192 Upper Deck Hockey came out. It was huge for us. We were selling, I don't know, we probably sold my memory is so bad at this so long ago but like we were selling cases of it by the bot we weren't we never sold a case ever never sold a case of cards to any customer ever people weren't buying cases back then at least not from us we were selling boxes and i would say we were selling four to five cases worth a day for the first couple of weeks the product was out and then it slowed down and the Timu solani rookie card was very popular in our shop because we were in winnipeg and he was a winnipeg he played in winnipeg or was a winnipeg prospect at the time Daniel, I've, I asked I asked Joe Sakic the same question. The answer is no. <laughs> Beavis, what modern hockey player compares most to Gretzky as far as style play? What does the chat say? Anything? I mean, he's he's just so fast, and his his stick handling at the highest of speeds is I don't know that anyone's ever skated as fast as him and been able to handle the puck the way he can. I just watched a top twenty hockey plays of the year. Like, two or three nights ago, I caught it on, on TSN or Sportsnet. And every single play was amazing. And, like, four or five of them were Connor McDavid just, you know, on a rush through the defenders, sometimes through four different players, keeping the – at high speed, keeping the puck on his stick, turn, 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 like, amazing. I don't know if there's any anybody compares most that I can think of. Um, so I'm going to leave it to the chat on that one. Yes, All in the Family. Yeah, that was uh that was I didn't mind it. It wasn't my favorite, but I watched All in the Family. I did love the Jeffersons. I loved, loved the Jeffersons. No purple. I never collect garbage bell kids ever. And, and I don't right now. I don't right now. Jake, so you met some cool people at the trade night, had some really nice cards, pretty, pretty lost in the modern stuff, but some also had nice vintage too. Cool vibe. Only two shops here in Spokane. First Saturday night. That's great, man. Keep keep going if you can. Like, it's just that's how you build your network and stuff. Trade night trade nights are a great way to just again building the network. I I was going to trade. I've been going to trade nights here in Calgary since Darren, who owns Maple Leaf Sports, started his probably in gosh two thousand and three four in there somewhere. And I it was like, it was the third Wednesday of every month until the pandemic. I went to most of them throughout the years and met so many people and I've done many deals because of them. Yeah, we sold French. We sold the French. Did you sell both Upper Deck and Upper Deck? Yeah, both. We sold both. I mean, French was tough to get. I mean, we were selling French for $25 a pack in 1992, 91, 92. And um, luckily, we didn't sell that much of it. We maybe went through a case or so. Hockey guy says there's no one most similar to Gretzky. No one. You better, you better not pull the plug. This is the best hub in the biz. Love how you interact with the chat. Makes it so much fun for all of us. Thanks, Darren. Really appreciate that. And I, I love it too, just to be clear. I look forward to these shows all week long. Gretzky was the great anticipator. We, yeah, exactly. Bobby, well said. Adam Lynn says, how similar do you think that era with the store was to what's happening right now? How do you think we'll look back on it? So it's a really good question. We've talked about it many times, you know, I think it's completely different now, completely, and it is, but the whole world is completely different now. I mean, yes, we refer to it as a junk wax era. You know, Brian Gray's been on with me several times mentioning how, you know, he worked at ProSet back then and they were running the presses 24-7. So everything's changed right now. But the biggest change is the fact that we have the internet now and that we we can find all the cards we want. And that back then, Upper Deck put out one set a year with the high numbers, right? That was it one set a year until they, until they didn't anymore. So I don't know, I, I, how do you think we'll look back on these years compared to theirs differently, differently with some of, maybe some of the same feelings and maybe some different feelings. It's a great question. I'd want to, I'd really want to talk, have someone else kind of talking about it so we could bounce ideas off each other and go back and forth. But, um, it's a good question and, uh, maybe more to come. Jeff asked were you in your mid-teens when you had your shop I was in my uh I was in my I think I was 19 19 when we opened the shop I'm old guys I'm old listen I take that back I'm young but i'm'm I, I'm, I think I'm older than I feel i will I will turn 50 soon like like in a few months I, I turned 50 in April how's that how's that for all y'all Bobby says Barney Miller cards would have been great favorite show back in the day yeah and didn't he just pass away like last week, I love Barney Miller and all in the family were shows that uh, my stepdad watched a lot, so um, I watched some of that too, by that virtue. Purple Haze is there any wax that you ripped back in the day you wish you hadn't and still had sealed oh yeah of course every. Every I did buy cases of the cup throughout the years. Every every pack or case of the cup. I bought, I remember buying six loose packs, no, five loose packs of the cup from uh LCS here. She uh Julie owns the store. She had opened a case, sold one pack out of it, and I came and bought the last five packs. Oh five, oh six. I think I paid 330 Canadian dollars each, which is what like 250 or so US, 280 US, something like that. I wish I saved those because I could probably get like, I don't know, eight grand each for them now, something like that. So wish I'd never opened those. Yes, T Who's the boss? I mean, yes, what was her name? I've, what's her name again? What's her name from Who's the Boss? I was in love with her as a kid. Of course I watched Who's the Boss? Tony Danza. Her name's escaping me right now. <laughs> Yes, Tampa. $25 a pack for upper deck French hockey, 1991. Skeppy says no hockey player is ever compared to Gretzky. I'm convinced he's an android. I do remember McSorley would knock you out if he had Gretzky. Yes, for sure he was his uh he was the bodyguard. Much slower than Gretzky, but I find Crosby has great vision. Yeah, for sure he does. All-star game in Vegas behind the tanks. Big letdown for giveaways. They had free-for-all cards on a big table in the atrium, but all the cards were oversized. Sports Cards Live is the new SNL for Saturday nights. I'll take it. Darren, I'll take it. Gretzky was the greatest playmaker ever. My bro is turning 50 in April too. 50 while wow, your stomach is going to be 65 after that gum, no doubt. Cards, this is a good one right here. dot nailed it. It's funny, there is so much truth to this because like I feel like being in the hobby, ha- collecting cards like I mean I don't have many cards in front of me right now. the two you know I showed I showed the Jagger on the last show. The Crosby came came from a, a deal that I found uh, on eBay. These are kind of the two newest cards to enter my personal collection along with my new my fresh stack of threes company cards courtesy of chad shipper i like this one actually tells you on the back to fold the corner on the dotted line slowly peel the sticker from front of card that's nice Them to put the instructions on you know what now we think of well you'll never do that you're gonna ruin the value of your card i don't know that there's any value in these at all it probably isn't but there's sentimental value and nostalgia and thank you for chad to chad for that My biggest hit—I don't remember, dude. I—I I, I bought a loose pack once and pulled a dual shield. It was—it uh, was like Niemi and Crawford or something like that. What am I missing here? Angela, Angela. Oh, Alyssa Milano—that of course, Alyssa Milano. That's her name, of course, Alyssa. How do I forget that? She was one of my biggest crushes uh, when I was, uh, you know, a young teenager. I don't know Mama's family. I'm not sure what that show is. Yes. Alyssa Milano for sure. Here's the question of the night. Did you have hair when you had the LCS? So yes, I did. I had hair until I was about 25 or so, I would say. And then, uh, then it started, you know, I started going really thin, you know, right in this area here. And then I just decided, screw it. I am just shaving my head from here on in. And that's been my, uh, that's been it ever since. I haven't spent a penny on haircuts in 25 years. I mean, there's probably I'm probably ten grand ahead of the rest of you just from that alone, just from not having to not having to get haircuts. I have to buy a new set of clippers every few years, but those they're cheap—forty bucks, fifty bucks—you get yourself a fair enough set of clippers to shave your head. I used to, I used to have long. I I had long hair. I came. I went to Australia for a year. I never. I didn't get a haircut. I came back. I my hair was like I had a ponytail. And my hair was halfway down my back. Johnny, wish I could have kept my Series One garbage pail kids. Of course, like no doubt, no doubt. I mean, I I, I was opening packs of eighty, eighty-one um, basketball, tons of them, tons of them back in the early eighties. I used to I used to open it up and then rip them apart, tear them apart. They were perforated. You were meant to tear them apart. I did. Jake says, I don't understand why pro sports only let one manufacturer have the rights to sell. You think they can make? more money with multiple companies selling their products yeah talked about that many times on the show and the the basic reason why is that it's just easier for them and i don't think it, i don't think is an issue i think uh it, that doesn't make much of a difference for th- i don't know that it would make they'd make more money by multi-licensing is what i mean to say and because money definitely makes a difference but um been on here with carvin has been on many times and talking about it and it's you know there's good reasons for it but i felt like with the way the hobby was going that maybe it was time to open it up again and then what happened well fanatics said uh, uh uh we're gonna be the exclusive and we'll go from there uh darren or i did like judith light too i like judith light angela from who's the boss for sure for sure How many people can say they have a hobby that connects them to their childhood, right? Like basically everybody in our hobby can. And as I was saying, trying to say before, before I I sidetracked myself is that being in the hobby and and collecting cards, I've been doing it my whole life. So I do believe that it, I truly believe that collecting cards, buying them, sorting them, playing, hobbying, playing with my cards keeps me young on a mental level. It keeps me young. It keeps me happy. It keeps me excited about things. And when, you know, when, when real life is kind of, uh, you know, draining, which it can be with a career and a family and whatever, a social life. Um, The cards just kind of, it's, it's for me, it's my one, it's my one constant. It's like always been there, you know, besides my, my parents, it's the one constant, I guess. Behind the tank said the cards were postcard size. So the ones they gave away at the, at the all-star game, Alyssa Milano was hot until she went crazy with politics. That doesn't change how she looks, but I hear you. I hear you. Jeremy decided he didn't want to rock the toilet seat hair. Good choice. Yeah, I would 100%. I'm not, I wasn't going to do that. <clears throat> we need a picture of you with your long hair. I don't know if I, I do have one here. Hold on a second. I will find you. I think I, I think I can find it. Maybe I can find it. Can I find it? Let me see. Let me see if I can find a picture of me with long hair to uh, to scare y'all. I don't know that I'm gonna be able to, but I will look here, let's see, let's see. Nope, not there. I got lots of me with no hair, that I can definitely uh, show you. Lots of me with no hair, photos of you. Is that gonna show me something? I don't have a lot of pictures of myself with long hair. There's one I used as a profile photo on Facebook a while ago. And uh, I don't know how to find that now. Now I'm just going through tons of pictures of cards. (laughs) No, I don't see one. I don't see one. I'll see if I can dig one up sometime though and share, share it with you guys. Tyler says, I don't know how I feel about you with hair. You own the bald look. Yeah, I'm hey, listen, as soon as I decided, as soon as I decided to shave my head and kind of just accept my fate as a bald man, that was it. I never looked back. And it's this is like I can honestly say, I've never once cared about being bald. It's never been anything that I've had any uh like complex about or any like bad feelings about. Like I, I just I never cared. Once the hair came off. I was good with it. Made life a lot easier. Tampa says, I speak for everyone. We need to see the old, I know. I'll see if I can find something. I'm here even though I'm badly behind on video. Good to see you, Mark. Maybe we'll catch up soon. Bobby says, damn, I'm older now. I was thinking Judith Light and not Alyssa Milano. I, see, I feel so, I feel so milfy. Hey, Milfin is all right. Mil- Milfin, you know, who, uh, what was his name? Made, made it famous in American Pie. What was his name? Oh, not again. I can't remember his name. Stifler. Stifler. Stifler Stifler made Milfin okay. Don't worry, Bobby. We we can uh, join that club together. Cards, I agree. It makes us young and sure brings amazing memories back. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it really, it brings me back to being like 14 years old, sitting on the floor in my bedroom, sorting my cards on my shag carpet. Like, I didn't worry. I worried about the condition, but I wasn't like, I put them on just shaggy carpet. I had a red shaggy carpet back in those days. And uh, yeah, it just takes you back to those times where life was easier. Purple Haze, what's one of your most memorable memories from a card show during the junk wax era? Yours. Mine would have been meeting Gordie Howe. Gordie Howe came to a big card show at the Winnipeg Convention Center in the, I don't know, late, late 80s, I'm guessing. Besides that, I used to go. If anyone knows Winnipeg or is from Winnipeg, out there, I used to go to the Grant Park the Grant Park card show, which Grant Park was a high school. I actually went to grade seven at this school, and uh, they had card shows in the gymnasium there. I remember going to those. I remember buying my Frank Thomas Leaf rookie there at uh, for eighty dollars. Eighty dollars in whatever year, nineteen ninety probably ninety one, right when Leaf that first Leaf product came out. People into music can also say the same thing, connect to their child. Well, yeah, music's even more, I would say, impactful than that because you hear you hear music and it right away it, it right away. Just kind of you get butterflies sometimes on certain songs that take you back to a specific event from when you were younger, whatever it might be for sure. <laughs> Mr. Belvedere, I watched it, but I didn't love it. I didn't love it. Albert Jones, I remember in middle school when someone would come up with the, to the cafeteria table with a top loader with a rookie card written on it. We all wanted the top. We all wanted the loader. Yes, I remember too. Hockey, hockey for me. Junk wax will always speak to me the most because that is how it all began, right? Like for so many people, I talk, so many people say they got in in the, in the early 90s. I got in in the early 80s. Very late 70s, early 80s. So junk wax was a next, a new era for me. I'd already experienced an era before. So I was a little bit before. Jake's toe, my brother has alopecia, no hair whatsoever. I have a buddy who has alopecia, but it's in like little, you know, little spots in various areas. And I, I kind of bug him. I say, I I say he has propecia, but that's just between me and him. He lets me bug him. My other junk wax era card show is getting a poster for free. Kevin Mitchell and Will Clark. Will Clark was definitely uh, a, he was popular back in the day. You just, I don't know anybody. I never see anybody showing Will Clark cards anymore at all. Not at all. Chad Shipper, you have a Gordie Howe rookie card stashed away. Of course I do, Chad. Of course I do. I shouldn't say of course, but yes, I do. I do. I remember shows in Winnipeg only at the high school and the convention center myself. Purple Haze says, my present self would cringe at how my younger self handled cards. See, I didn't, I never, I never put my cards in spokes or anything like that. I, w- I cared about my cards even a, a, from a young age, but now I wouldn't put them on shag carpet. Will the Thrill. Third-party grading didn't really exist. Will Clark was the man for a few years in the Bay Area. Nice. Behind the Tanks. My absolute favorite product as a kid was 95 Flare Ultra. Series one hockey and insert guaranteed in every pack. That's when I fell in love with the hobby. See, that's cool. That's a very specific memory of us of the first set that you really loved. I've seen a couple other people recently mention that Fleer Ultra is their kind of what got what their favorite set is from. uh, But the first Fleer Ultra from what was that ninety two or ninety three? When Upper Deck did Fleer Retro in twenty twelve. They did, they did throwbacks to uh, to those early Fleer Ultra sets. I don't know if they went as far as 95, though. I think they might have. <clears throat> I think they might have. All right. I'm at the bottom of comments, so I'm going to open up another pack of uh, Three's Company cards. You always got to wonder now, even rappers, like, should I be, pre- Bobby, should I be preserving these rappers? Should I be making sure I'm opening them carefully? Is there a market for Three's Company rappers? Will anybody enjoy those at all? Here, I'm not eating another piece of that. I'm, I swear I'm not eating another piece of it. John Ritter is Jack. I wish they were numbered. Oh, this is numbered. It's number nine. John Ritter is Jack. That's kind of neat. There's lots of John Ritter cards. The talented stars of Three's Company. The zany threesome. I mean, they just took the same three people, put them on cards, and just added a different caption so they could fill out their form. Golly, Jack, you make a great centerfold. Golly, Jack, I remember that apartment so well, just watching it. (laughs) This one is called All Girls Put Me on a Pedestal. And these all, every pack comes with a puzzle piece. Every pack with a puzzle piece. All right, we're looking for a Larry refractor. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be fun for sure. Yeah, Jake. I was just saying, same thing with me. Ripping apart the it was '80 though. It was '80 basketball and tearing apart. Unless I'm wrong on that too, I was wrong with the order of Furley and Roper. But I think I think it was '80 was the Magic Johnson rookie year, wasn't it? '81 was when you had the first the first uh, solo card. Joyce Dewitt is Janet. Yeah, I had a crush on her. I, I can admit that happily. Sure, I'll fix your leaky faucet after you move. I mean, this is this is. 80s sitcom comedy the ropers there's the ropers right there in their apartment mr roper is a man of few words all of them nasty <laughs> he was a funny character too and here we go the irresistible chrissy yeah she was uh she was something and there there's her right eye right there on a puzzle piece all right what do we got in the chat what do we got adam lind i came back into the hobby about a year ago first thing i i bought was a box of 1990 score hockey to finally get the lindros rookie i never had felt like 20 bucks might be a waste little did i know yeah but you know that's fun though for for 20 bucks why not must have had quite the time captioning all these cards no doubt No value to those wrappers. Open enough and you can wallpaper your bathroom with them. Would look cool. Thanks for the bad news. Followed by the excellent suggestion, Bobby. Excellent suggestion. Al says, my first cards were 69, man on the moon. Very good. Very good. Johnny, the inserts in the non-sports were the stickers. Yes. I remember how hard it was completing the Goonie stickers because they had short print stickers. I remember the Goonie stickers too. Behind the tank centering is off on these three company cards. I don't think they will be candidates for PSA at 150 each. Definitely not behind the tanks. Definitely not. I'm already going to put in a call to fanatics about these. They now own tops. And uh, I mean, they are 44 years old, but I'd like to hear what they have to say about them. A Larry chest hair patch auto. No doubt. Purple haze. My first cards were garbage, pale kids series three. I collected the whole set. And then my baby sister using the stickers. <laughs> Hilarious. That's a good idea. We have a great idea here from Jake. There you go. There's me with hair. <laughs> How's that? Oh, that that is scary. I wish I didn't do that. That is scary. T Jones, I was a threes company expert. Forza, yes, I remember fours of crowd. That was the spin-off. Did not last. Steve, sir, I remember lining up 86 tops baseball on the floor of my kindergarten classroom. Some cool memories, guys, some cool memories for sure going back, going back in time to when we were when we were young. Let's see if I can find the picture of me with long hair. I'm going to go on to the computer for that and see if there's something I can find. So bear with me if you don't mind. And I will just sort of talk about nothing too exciting as I look for this. How do I get to my profile? Here we go. Go to my profile picture. How can I see my profile? I guess I gotta go into my photos, see all photos. Photos of you. Isn't there a way to look at profile pictures like that you've used in the past or something? I haven't put a ton of pictures up on Facebook in my lifetime, so I don't know how to find what I'm looking for here. No pictures of me with hair. No, I'm I'm finding nothing guys. Unfortunately, I'm finding nothing update. Is this going to work? Suggested photos. Hold on. Oh, here we go. This might be it. more. Ah, there we go. I found one. I found one. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm young here. Oh my God. You guys, this is crazy. This is crazy. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second here. I'll make it my profile photo. How do I do this? I just, I gotta, I gotta crop it before I share it here. I gotta crop it before I share it. So let me, let me do a quick, uh, here we go. There we go. Okay, I'm gonna close that. I'm gonna expand this. Can I make this bigger now? No, no, let me save this. All right, <clears throat> well, you guys are you guys are gonna love this. It's not quite as long in this picture as I had mentioned, but uh, I guess I can't make it much bigger, can I? Here we go. Okay, here we go, I'll share my screen. Here it comes, here it comes. I'm really young here. I don't know how old I am. I'm in my 20s, I'm in my early 20s. You ready for this? Let's see, let's see if you guys are ready for this. What do we got? What about I loved Alf. I loved Alf. Trust me, this picture is coming. I'm I'm, I'm a little I'm a little uh a little shy. Bobby Burrell, 68, 69 OPG. Hey, what a great year, Bobby. The first year of OPG hockey since the 30s or 40s. Very nice, very nice. Hockey guy, I can remember weird games we made up. Alf. I watched Alf as a kid. I, I watched Alf. Gordon Shumway, yes, from Alf. Watched it for sure. Johnny B, my first pack was 80 Tops baseball. That's going back. Anthony George, does anyone else find it refreshing when you go to a show, you see the guy with all the vintage and absolutely zero graded? Yeah, I mean, it depends. I, I don't like going up to a table where everything's in, in like elastic bands and dirty top loaders and very dirty showcases. If they're if it's properly presented, I'm a, I, you know It's good. But hey, I'm probably missing some deals by not going through those old, those old dirty showcases. Mark and screenshot. I see you, Darren. You're waiting for that. It's coming. It's coming. I still have my '79s by team in the shoebox with rubber bands on the cards, in good condition. Probably a six. Can't stand all the graded tables, especially when they're all. Yeah, I hear that, Johnny. I want to see some. I don't want to. I-, I don't want to go to a show and only be able to see 2020 and 2021. I want to be able to go back all the way in time to the beginning. If if now hopefully you just, it just comes down to vendor mix. I think that's one thing that's that's under. I don't know what, if show promoters are doing this or not, but I think it's something that's under, un, it's, there's not enough attention given to it. And maybe there is, and I'm wrong, but I want to, I think it's important right now for a show promoter to really curate the vendors that they allow into their show not just sell to anybody who's willing to buy a table. I think the quality of vendors you have at a show is going to really um, set the pace and set the tone for the success of that show. What is the future of the hobby in 10 years? Great question. Great. Ask me in nine. Ask me in nine. We're ready. You guys are ready for this picture? The guys with the tight rubber bands around the cars drive me nuts. Me too. All right. Here comes the picture, guys. <clears throat> you got you got to put some comments and don't make me feel bad, but here it comes. Boom. That's me. <laughs> I don't know how old I am there, but uh, probably like 21. Maybe I'm 21. Maybe I'm 22. Something like that. But that was after a haircut, probably my hair was a lot longer, like it went literally halfway down my back. All right. All right, Tyler. Holy bleep. I see you. I see you. Wow, way better than I would have ever thought with hair. (laughs) I was young. I was young. Uh, Were you an extra and dazed and confused? No, but I watched it like half a dozen times. Showcases with cards stacked 10 to 20 drive me nuts. That pick needs to be on Jeremy's rookie card. Sure, why not, right? I got to go back to hockey guy here. Showcases with cards stacked 10 to 20 high drive me nuts along with nothing price. Yeah, somebody asked me the other day if I they were going to set up their first show. What's some ad, the, Give me some advice. I wrote my whole response was price your cards. That was my only response. Price your cards because I wanted them to understand just how important I feel that is. David Cassidy, classic picture, quality flow. Thanks, Tower72. No one's told me I've had quality flow for 25 years. So thank you very much. A young Josh Groban. All right. Damn, thank you, Jeff. Jake actually looks a lot like my brother when we had hair. Cool. Tampa, my jeans just got tight. <laughs> Nice one, Tampa. Nice one. Yeah, it definitely looked like you were on your way to a blue, Oy- blue oyster cult concert. I never saw Blue Oyster Cult, but uh could have been for sure, for sure. Acid watch jeans, too. Better than expected. Hey, I'll take that, Tyler. I'll take that. Yeah. <clears throat> Hockey level hair. That's a good thing from Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, I went I went to Australia as a young guy. I was eight, I was 18, right out of high school. I went with a buddy to Australia on the on the swap program, the students working abroad program. Was there for about 10 months came back with long hair and my success with the uh my success with the ladies it was like went up like way more than it was when i was in high school it was a good i had a good good few years in my 20s there back in your show yeah i'm back lapper i'm back we've been talking a bit about winnipeg even yay that's me lapper that's me when i was like 22 or so they wanted to see a picture of me with long hair. That's uh, that's Jeremy Lee with hair, right there, right there. Okay, enough, it's gone, enough. Can't look at it anymore. I gotta take it off my side screen too now. There we go, closed. Looks like a young Tony Danza. Hey, Tony, I'll take that. Anthony George, I understand why they don't price them to get people to ask questions, I assume. No, that's not why. And I'll tell you why that's not in a second, Anthony. Just when I see it, I don't even stop by assuming it's all way overpriced. thats I don't think that's why. It might be for some. But I think the reason why most cards aren't priced, there's a legitimate reason. It takes a lot of time to do it. I think, and and it's, it's understandable, right? But if you have the time leading up to a card show to go through the process of pricing your cards, it's going to pay off. I know that from tons of experience of setting up at shows beside people who have their cards not priced. I'm doing deal after deal after deal, and they're sitting on their chairs. Not my current neighbors. They're good. They price their cards. But over the year, by my current neighbors, I mean, it, I'm talking about a meet at the, at the expo. He prices his cards now. But I've seen so many dealers that don't do it. People don't want to ask the questions. People, Some people don't want to ask questions. They don't want to ask how much it is. They, if you price your, I think the seller should price their card. That's the first offer in a negotiation somebody wants to count, if something, see the other benefit of pricing your cards is that if someone comes up to you and says, what's the best you'll do? My response is, well, <clears throat> I've already put a price on. I've made the first move by pricing my card. You're up next. You want to make me an offer. I'll listen to your offer, but I'm not going to negotiate against myself and come down to my price. Some sellers will do that. And I like sellers that do that because it makes my job as a buyer easier or a negotiator easier. But as a seller, you're better off to price your cards and then let the, let the customer make the next offer and go from there. On my way to see Vanilla Ice, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I was a young buck back then, Albert, for sure. Darren, agreed. Last show I went to, it was advertised as all types and sports would be represented. Looked for soccer. One guy had exactly <laughs> one soccer card. The rest was almost all the same at each table. And sometimes the vendors don't know what, or sorry, the show promoters don't, maybe they're not asking those questions. Maybe they don't know what kind of product their vendors are bringing. So for them to advertise something that they don't know will be there may not be right, but at the same time, you know, I guess they're trying to fill the room and they're hoping for the best in terms of vendor mix. Yes, behind the tanks, I was repping the Tom Cruise Hairdo. Tom Cruise got his hairdo from me. Ah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Ever consider selling your entire con- collection and what's Ray retiring? Me no. I will do that one day, but not not yet. Anthony George or Johnny says, people base prices on eBay comps. I walk away from those dealers. Why is it gone? My hair? It fell out, dude. My hair just kind of went away on me. I had no, I had no control over that. I had, you know, I had the long hair. You'd be, you know, you'd be washing your hair in the shower, and you got, you know, you're doing this, and then you take your hands out, you got hair in your fingers. I knew it was game over for me. When I was pulling my hair out myself, I knew it was game over. It's like, all right, we just got to shave this thing. And I come from a family of bald men. I mean, I knew it was going. I I didn't, I did. I never stood a chance. Never stood a chance. Ah, as a means of early retirement, no effing way, hockey hockey. Would I early retire based on my cards? Um, No, because where am I going to get money then to buy more cards? And I need to buy cards. Like like it's, it's, it's in me, right? I need cards, cards, water, oxygen, clothing, food, cards. Anthony George, that makes sense. Jeremy just sounds like laziness to me. I think, well, it, it may or may not be laziness. Not everybody has time. Keep in mind, Anthony. And, you know, not everybody has time. So laziness is one thing, but it really, everyone everyone's life is different. Everyone has different demands on their time. And some people just don't have the time and they still want to go set up the card show. So, you know, I'm willing to cut those guys slack um you can tell people there are there's definitely laziness involved too but not everybody with unpriced cards is lazy i think we just got to make that clear i want to make that clear the worst is when you ask how much something is without a price and they say make an offer yeah that is the worst it's your card you're set up make the first put the price on your card don't make me price your card for you and that's what i say to people that say i say I don't know. I, I want to, it's your card. I don't want to price your card for you. That's your job. Go to my table. All my cards are priced and the ones that aren't, I did not have time for. And if someone comes up to my table and is looking at my cards, I'll say, Hey guys, for the most part, everything's priced and that isn't priced. I just didn't, didn't have time to get to. So ask me and I'll give you a price. Yeah, I'm with you Tampa. I mean, I'll ask for prices if I want the card. But as soon as it's, I can tell it's not going to go anywhere, I'll just I'll just cut my losses in terms of the time spent and move on. Albert says, but I've seen some YouTube guys put the sticker on the back. Yeah, that's something a lot of people do. A lot of people put the price on the back. Never understood it. Makes no sense to me. If you're going to go through the trouble of pricing, your, so those are people who want you to ask. But what they don't understand or they haven't realized is that people are walking by and not asking because they don't want to some people are introverts. So if you're not, if you're going to price your cards on the back, just put it on the front or don't, it's better for me. I'm going to get more business because you're going to get less business. So actually don't price your cards. The people who price them are going to benefit from you not pricing them. So maybe I shouldn't give away all these tricks, but Hey, I'm happy to. Yeah. Absolute worst. I agree. Purple haze. I, grav- toward, I gravitate towards priced cards more than unpriced cards. See, it's natural to do that. T dot a price is not an offer; it's an invitation to to treat. To treat. Contract law. Yeah, I mean, okay, T dot. Okay, um, is not an offer. It is an offer, though. If I put a price tag on my card, that is an offer for you to buy it from me at that price. You're not going to get me off that. Adam says, interesting, you say you'll sell the collection one day. What's the end game? My end game is basically that uh, in my twilight years, whatever that is, say when I turn 75 or something like that, if my health is good and I'm still around, if I have the luxury of knowing I'm in my twilight years, I want to basically travel the continent and take my card collection to card show after card show after card show, set up and sell my collection off. That's what I want to do. I'm going to build it all up only to tear it all down. And I got to, you know, see what my kids think. I have two young kids. If they if they have interest in it, then those plans might change. But that's the plan. Build it up until I'm done building, until, you know, the end is near. And then tear it down. That's it. That's the plan. Jeff McMahon, I'll never understand dealers who stack their cards on top of each other in a showcase. So, yeah, some people do that because... They don't have enough showcases for all their inventory. So the only way to get it into the showcase is to stack it. I don't do that unless it's like same card or in the odd rare case, but some people do. And, um, and then, you know, they open the showcase and they look, people look through the stacks. Hockey guys have some people have little kids running around constantly. They have to deal with as well. Of course, all Valley says it should be easy to price vintage at least since it's not as volatile. Uh, It's it's no. I would say it's no easier. I mean, every time I'm preparing for the expo, I go through and price all the cards again. Some I get through quicker than others because you're. I guess you're right. There's a bit. Maybe some vintage is a bit easier, but it it all takes time. Junkyard asks, what are your thoughts on the All Star voting? Jonathan Taylor's MVP above Rogers and Brady. Um, I mean, I'm not the, I'm not an NFL expert, but I had Jonathan Taylor in my fantasy this year, so I'm okay with it. Maybe they watched Jeremy instead of pricing their cards. Maybe they're pricing their cards while they have me on in the background, which I, I think is great, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know so much about that. Hockey guy says the sticker on the back is the same as not price. Well, it, is it isn't. It isn't. It's not the same. It's not the exact same because Somebody can come up and say did do, do you are your cards priced and they can say they're priced on the back. So they are priced and they've done the work in the, to a degree they've done the work of of going through their their inventory and pricing it, but it's not visible to the to the customers. So I mean, it's definitely nearly not nearly as good as being priced on the front. Tank says the art of negotiation the theory is that the first person to name a price loses that's yeah but when you're talking about a retail environment which a card show really is a retail environment you have to it's like going into any any business where they price their their car, their cards if you're negotiating a deal where there is no market value really it's a, a bit different but i hear what you're saying tanks i hear what you're saying bobby Burrell says write a few price guides and now when i ask a dealer how much something is at their, their table they say you tell me so if anyone doesn't know bobby has written price guides Called Vintage Hockey Collector. That's why he says VHC after his name. Um f- for, for vintage hockey. And so it's pretty funny that when he goes to a table and asks them how much something in, they say, You tell me, it makes sense, Bobby. You kind of backed yourself into that corner. That's the uh th- that's that that's what happens when you're when you have a successful price guide and people respect your opinion. How do you feel about people trying to record their card transactions with you at a show? I've never had that happen to me. I'm sure I will eventually. And, uh, you know, ask me again, hockey, hockey. I don't know yet. I think I'll be okay with it because I'm in content. I create content. So I am uh, all for people creating content. I enjoy that content. So I think I'll be okay with it, but we'll see. Lapper says, as long as you price fairly, when I walked around the expo and saw a few cards at a booth absurdly overpriced, I would just pass knowing it's unlikely we could find common ground. Great point which speaks to again you're save both people are saving time there right the guy who's overpriced cards for whatever reason valid or not and you who who's just going to not even try to negotiate when somebody has an like I call it astro pricing astronomical pricing on a card if you've astro priced your card you know i'm probably not going to negotiate with you either because i can tell you don't want to sell it for recent comps and if i'm not willing to pay above recent what I believe to be recent comps or or, or current fair market value, probably just going to walk on by. Darren says I've con- I've contacted sellers on eBay about some of their listings that went- weren't o- OBO, inquiring about what I think is a more fair price. You think they appreciate the back and forth on their card or are annoyed? I've had it go both ways, Darren. I've had some people deal with me and some people say just ignore me altogether. But interested to to your your results. The Highlanders welcome says, I want your vesino when you sell. All right, man. Well, come find me. I don't know where I'll be, but uh, I'll, I'll make it public for sure. LOL, invitation to treat. I don't know. What, what does treat mean? Not an offer. Get off that. I'm not getting off that, T-Dot. You're not going to get me off it. If I put a price on my card, it's an invitation for you to buy it at that price. It's an offer. It's a sales offer. Hockey guy, the best is when they ask what you collect. They they say they have all this rare stuff back at their shop. Yeah. Albert Jones, what's my process on pricing? I, my cards, I start with eBay. I go look at eBay solds. I look for recent, uh, because the reason why is because that's what buyers are doing now. So it's best if we have the same information, right? They're going to search eBay when they come to my booth. I gotta kind of know what that's at because I know that's where I'm what I'm competing with. So I go to eBay if I can't find it there and it's a graded card. I go to PSA's au- auction history, and if it's not, I literally just go with my gut and hope for the best. People can let me know if I'm high. and if i and if someone's inquiring with me on a card that I had no real basis to price it for from, um I will I will say, hey, I didn't really know, I price it what I thought, but you tell me if I'm out of line here, and maybe we can get something done. So will you sell at 75 and also stop collecting? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't see me. I don't know. I don't know if I'll stop buying. Probably. I mean, you got it at some point, right? Like, maybe you don't. I don't know. We, I'll deal with that when it comes. I don't need to make these decisions right now. Tampa says, uh, with, I gave, I saved so much money that way. It's insane as a seller. I also appreciate it. I, I, that must be about just pricing cards. T dot says you can still you can still price tag stuff and legally sell for any price. Purple haze, did you see that Clemente card in top seventy that dropped recently by Lauren Taylor? Did not see it. Would love to see Lauren Taylor on your show one day. Noted, Purple haze. Um, I think I have her on my my like big list. sacron is back. Says any chance you'll be in Dallas in March? No, man. I mean, I want to, but I just have too many trips coming up between between Vegas Edmonton Toronto maybe Vancouver now also in April my Vezina is a PSA5 Tita says you can underprice and and still haggle for more um not really I've never been able to be successful at doing that though Hockey hockey anecdotal, but I feel like common cards listed for sale on eBay that are very north of market value don't actually sell. Mark says, Do you use Beckett or vintage price guide? I don't use either, Mark. I don't use I don't use any price guide anymore. I haven't had a there was a time, like up until I don't know, there was a time you'd, you'd walk around a card show. Every vendor, every dealer had Beckett magazines at their at their booth because they needed them to find out what their cards were worth. I haven't had a Beckett at my booth. I mean, I shouldn't say I've had one maybe 12 years ago, but I haven't had a Beckett magazine in my booth in at least 10 years. I just, I, I don't need it. It's not, it's not an, it's not a necessity for vendors at card shows anymore. LGC says, "Do you think hockey's Rushmore should change or evolve? Example, remove Vezina and replace with Lemur Crosby. Great question. I think it should evolve. But I think, listen, it's too confined. It's too restrictive to only have one Mount Rushmore for any sport, right? Because you can't, once you're on Mount Rushmore, you can't be replaced. It's permanent. The mountain is permanent. No one is going up there and changing one face to another. So if we follow those rules, you can never change Mount Rushmore once it is set. Therefore, I believe we need two Mount Rushmores or another Mount, Mount whatever, Mountain journey more, you know, rush, journey, whatever. We need another mountain and just another the next four who deserve to be on there. So it's a tough question. You know, you can have it's a fun question, but to you know, if if it was fluid, if you could switch it out, yes. I think it should switch. Nobody, nobody alive now saw George Vezina play. You know, do you take Gordy Howe off there? No. Bobby Orr, no. Wayne Gretzky, no. So who's the fourth one? Is it Mary Lemieux? Is it Sidney Crosby? Is it Alexander Ovechkin? Is it is it Maurice Richard, John Beliveau? I mean, who is it? Mary Lemieux? I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. One of these times I might say yes, I might. Jake says, only time anybody loses in negotiation is when you accept an offer that you're not happy with. Yeah, I mean, the best negotiations are when both sides leave happy. That's how I try to do uh, card show deals. I want both sides to be happy. While, while extracting as much as I can. I mean, you know, it, there is money underlying this stuff and uh, I want to be able to go buy more cards. Set price guides are a joke. Yeah, they just don't move enough. So the one thing that it's good for, like nowadays, something that like, you know, Bobby's books, which are old now, out of date. Beckett magazines, which are out of date the day after they come out. You know, that's why online is good. Bobby's working on a website, which will be more, more uh, current, but price printed price guides, they they don't, they're just not useful anymore unless you're looking for non-price information like pack insert odds or set information, or you're looking to see how things ranked against each other back then versus now, you know, there is use for them, but not to price cards currently. Beckett is so low compared to what actual sales are that it's just yeah. I mean, they took a long time to uh, to increase the price on the Gretzky rookie and the Beckett hockey, and um, and uh, yeah, I'm I, I was I was actually influential on that, which I'm I was happy about. That was pretty cool. Darren says I usually get the seller to move down a bit. My experience has been positive with the communication, always cordial. On the flip side, I almost always thank sellers who send me discounted offers. That's nice. You're talking about on eBay. That's nice to send them uh, thank yous for sure, especially if you accept those offers. Yeah, exactly, Bobby. I, I, a Mount Rushmore by the decade—that makes sense to me. Some players are on, are you know, obviously straddle one or or two or more two or more decades, which is fine. Then you pick the one, put them in the right decade, and then move on from there to make the other decades that work work out best for you, for sure. I think you can get the dynamite. Yeah, you could probably blow up Mount Rushmore if you wanted to. T. Dot price tag means nothing. Means there is an intention to, go- to negotiate, but not legally bound. Yeah, that 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 makes sense to me for sure. <laughs> Mount Van Halen more. That's what I was getting at exactly. No Rushmore, just a big statue of Ovechkin. I'm a big Ovechkin fan, so I can get behind that. Mark says I like Vezina, not Crosby or Lemieux. So you want to leave Vezina? I, I mean, I'm not changing the Mount Rushmore. You know, the Mount Rushmore of cards was set by, I believe it's like Joe Orlando's list from the PSA set registries where the the, the original Mount Rushmore's come from. That is like documented wise, where, where there's like actually respect given to it. And um, yeah, I, I would never change those. I, I agree with his choices. Behind the tanks. I used to have Beckett hockey memorized cover to cover for years. And now I haven't even touched one in 15 years. Everything for me is based on eBay completed. Yeah, if not, and you're not alone, for sure. Hockey, hockey, we can't forget about the contributions of past players in hockey. We have to avoid recency bias. Yeah, that's a good point, right? I mean, we have to pay respect to them, the pioneers of the sport, and leave them on that mountain. I agree. I agree with that, hockey, hockey. Here in the U.S., people are changing monuments every time someone is offended by something done or said 100 years ago. That's true. That's happening for good reason in most cases. Purple haze says, "Funny story. My uncle once got us thrown out of an LCS for using a beckett while in the store. Yeah, I mean, even pulling out your phone at a card show and looking at at eBay sold listings was an uncomfortable thing to do up until very recently. Now it's just seems like it's so accepted. Customers, buyers, you know, patrons just do it all the time, like it's like it's nothing. And I even found myself at the expo." um, in November doing it at other people's booths. And I didn't feel bad about it. I would have felt bad about it a few years ago, but I feel like it's just become so accepted and such a part of the hobby that, uh, and sometimes you're not checking eBay. Now you're checking other sites. You're checking card ladder. You're checking market movers. You're checking PSA, wherever it is, you're checking other options for sure dot. if I offer you you're not getting off this dot, but you're not going to get me off it either if I offer you full price tag and you refer and you refuse you are not legally bound to sell True. fair fair doesn't mean I didn't make the offer and renege I can still make the offer and then I can renege it's not a good look but I can do it and someone is offended by everything yep how times have changed Tampa says, I agree that I'll still read the guide. I agree that I'll still read the guides, but like you said, for everything except the price guide. Out. Yeah, I mean, there's still there's still some good content in these magazines, but the price guide, which is most of the magazine, is just not useful anymore. Rock Lake Tex, as a buyer at shows, always check comps away from the table. Know your buying levels before asking the dealer for a price. That's that's good advice right there. Very good advice. Bobby says, how does the Gretzky Beckett price compare today since the change? The Beckett price, how does the Beckett price compare? I think they went from like $900 to $2,500 on that card in the Beckett. I haven't looked it up, but I know they changed it. And uh, so how has the actual price changed since the change? I think they've come down a bit, but they're still lower than the Beckett price. Jake says, people love my prices. Still have the sticker prices on the top loaders from the 90s. Here we go, tanks. Put Dominic Hassock on Mount Rushmore. End of story. I could definitely put him on one of the Mount Rushmores for sure. I'm a a big Hassock fan. Sekron says, I still ask if they mind if I check comps. They always say it's fine, but starts the negotiation with respect. That's another nice, that's a good thing to do. That's nice courtesy for sure. Hockey guy says, I remember getting called out for it at a record shop when looking at some records. Guy gave me attitude for it, and I shoved my phone in his face, showing my collection, was checking if I had an album. See, that's a hockey guy. <clears throat> it happens to me, too. I check my phone to see if I have a card oftentimes, and people might look at me like I'm doing, uh, like I'm comp checking. Which really is not your business anyway, what I'm doing on my phone. I might be texting my wife or my buddy to see if we're ready to go get lunch. Who knows? Tampa, when, when I whip out my phone, I'm checking the pop report many times. If the seller's offended that I'm using my phone, that's his problem. Yeah, same here. Hockey, hockey, Solani. Is he number 13? Well, number 13 is when I have my best memories of Timu. But I'm okay with him in eight as well, for sure but I mean 13 I I had season tickets in his rookie his first two years in Winnipeg we had season tickets I was at every game in his rookie year I was at all 40 of his home games that year and maybe the odd road game actually all right guys I'm at the bottom of the comments we're an hour and a half into this after hours episode no guest but this is fun it's nice to just hang out with the chat I appreciate all the uh all the questions and comments. So listen, I am go- I can go for a couple more minutes here, but if anyone has any, if if, if the chat's going to die, I'm going to uh, take the rest of the night off. So let you guys have a minute. I'll open up a pack of threes company and see if any more comments come. We still have like 80 people in here. So there's definitely people watching. But if you want to chit chat, give me some, give me something to talk. I came in with no agenda tonight. So uh, I need you to help me out. There's the bottom of Chrissy's hair. I've heard of putting your best foot forward but this is ridiculous. I mean, it's so cheesy. I loved this show as a kid and now I'm like the, these this so cheesy. <laughs> that's a double already. Here we go. The Three's Company gang with the ropers. That's a great that's a fun card. Like this is this is my like early teens. I lots of memories of this from my early teens. There's that zany bachelor, Jack, John Ritter. Rest in peace. And uh, Mr. Roper. Dear, It says, Dear Abby, I have this weird tenant. I guess they had to put out cards to capitalize on the popularity, right? All right. Some more comments have come through. Let's see. No hockey guy. I'm not even through half of the three's company. Uh, what do you think of the hot quarterback market? Thinking of getting to football. I mean, hockey, hockey. I love some immaculate cards, and I look at people. I look at them on Instagram. People show them, like you know, the Joe Burrow, the Herberts, the Josh Allen's, the Mahomes. But I'm not getting into it. I'm not buying these guys' rookie cards. I'm just not. It's just uh, it's just too early in their careers for me. So it's either going to go. It's, two things are going to happen, and I, I'm not going to win on either of them. One is those cards are going to go down in value drastically because their careers are going to get cut short or they're not going to be as successful as people hope they are. And so, okay, good. I saved, I saved, I didn't buy the card. I'm not huge fans of any of these quarterbacks. Josh Allen is the one guy I like. I'm not huge fans of, of any of these guys. Joe Burrow seems to have some charisma and, you know, maybe I'll grow to like him as I see more of him. But right now I'm not a fan of any of these guys. So I mean, why would I buy their, you know, I've only been buying their cars for an investment and that's not my, my, the way I, I operate. And the other thing that could happen is that they could go up in value 10 times, in which case I missed an opportunity to make a return on investment, but I'm not just in this as an investment. I'm, I'm more collector than investor, much more collector than investor. So, so my answer is no. Tampa says, I like this format without a guest from time to time. Yeah, me too, Tampa. Me too. I appreciate that. We'll do this every so often. Haven't added any, uh, any new music cards, hockey guy. Oh, and you're going to spell it properly for me, too, hey? Yeah, no, I haven't added any new music cards for a while. I still watch them, but not a lot is coming up. I'm not seeing a lot, so haven't had a chance. Junkyard Goat Hunter says, everyone thumbs up. Yeah, hit that like button. Why not? Subscribe to the channel if you're not yet subscribed. Tell a friend. Tell the whole bunch. Hit the likes. Thank you. Who's the Mount Rushmore of wrestling? I, I mean, Hulk Hogan. Macho Man, Randy Savage. These are my, this is my, this is my, my Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Andre the Giant. And for the fourth one, I mean, you could say Bobby Heenan. You could say Baron Von Raschke. You could say the Iron Sheik. I'm going to say, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say The Rock. I'm going to say The Rock. Those are my four. Yes, T. Salani is one of the classiest players ever. Hands down. Thank you, Darren. Always enjoy you in the chat. Got to hit the sack. Okay. Hey, yes. Thank you on the Regal Beagle. Good night. Thanks for joining. Hockey guy. Timu likes people posing cards of his if they tag him on Twitter. Sometimes even replies. So who do you think is on the hockey Mount Rushmore? Well, I mean, it, it's Vezina, Howe, or the That is the foundational Mount Rushmore. But other... People, other players who I think should be considered are Maurice Richard, Mario Lemieux, Sidney Crosby, Alex Ovechkin, and eventually Connor McDavid. I think they're all candidates as well. I there is Guess Who in my collection. There is, I have one Guess Who card in my collection. Let's see if I can find it and share it with you. Let's see if I can do that. It's a pretty cool card actually. Uh, da, 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 where is it? Where is it? Here it is. Here it is. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll here it is. That's my guess who card. 1968 Dutch unnumbered. It's not a Samler Saker. The who with the green hat. I, uh, this actually, this one is not hand cut. The green background version very cool. I love it. I love this card. So cool. Thanks for asking hockey hockey. Mark, are you going to the national? Yeah, I'm going to be at the national in Atlantic city. I mean, I basically told my family today that I was going to go so that I could arrange like help for my wife with the kids. Authentic. Thank you very much. LGC, Adam Lind, Mount Rushmore, most iconic, you factor in extracurriculars, Tampa, since the just collect nineties inserts, do you have any secret sources for us to find them? No, I don't, man. And if I did, I'd be, I, I'd have exploited them for myself already. Like I was buying them all up there in just, you just got to have your, your ears to the ground. Simple as that. I do not know Highlanders. If there are cards of little Osobo, I do not know Mark Santucci. There are so many cards, not one type. Like when st- I always don't know how to say his name. Stabler, Stabler and Namath with there. sting. I don't think I have any sting cards, maybe from the uh, much from the pro set set. Here we go. Hogan, Flair, Sam Martino, and I don't know who Fez is, but I definitely know the other guys. Yeah, Flair. And what about um, the guys The guys from the heart, the uh, Bret Hart? little Bret Hart action. There we go, Ric Flair. Hogan, The Rock, Vince McMahon, and Andre the Giant. Okay, some votes for Ric Flair. Rowdy Roddy Piper, for sure. I don't know if you ever saw the movie They Live, but he was in the movie They Live, which is a funny movie. It's like about aliens. I enjoyed it. Triple H. See, that's after my, my time watching wrestling. Vince is the George Washington. Hockey should have a Mount Rushmore per position. Yeah, for what? Like forwards, defensemen, or centers, wingers, defensemen, and goalies. I could see that. Thank you, T Dot. Appreciate that. The Rocket. I'm with you, Terry. The Rocket. Criminal Minds back says Are you buying Marvel PMGs? I I bought one locally right out of the shelf of the uh of the of an LCS here um only one and only for like only only as as a just as a flyer because I know that there there's a lot of hype on them do I think the hype is for real will it last long term I think there's an element of realness to it uh I think it will last long term I think they're collectible yeah are people from the early 1900s to now that would force most modern stuff out? The Highland, I'm sorry, but Sydney is nowhere near route Rushmore status. Well, I mean, fair opinion. I, I mean, I think he is though. Uh, to say nowhere near, I, I'd argue with that. I think, I think he's near the status for me. He is, but hey, I'm entitled, just like you are. Huh? I'm not, I'm not criticizing, but I'm gonna say for me, he's he's near that status. And I'm also thinking about like you know, 20 years after he retires, based on what he's done so far awesome darren anthony george Sid is surely great enough to be in the conversation i agree buddy rogers for example should be on the wrestling mount rushmore except i don't know i've never heard of him hockey what if someone sold 90s playboy cards in a slab at a card show would they have to use tape to cover the private parts random thoughts good question thank you rich good to see you hitting the sack that's I don't know the dream. That's what I, that's the one that I might not make it to. Just with uh, with Vegas, Edmonton, and Toronto all within like two months. I don't know. Stabler, 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 Stabler. I got to get that in my head. Willie T. Was that that? Oh, that was my bad. Willie, you're right. The guess who with um Burton Cummings. No, I don't have any guess who. That was the who. Sorry, I mixed that up picking only four from the wrestling it's difficult it's difficult all right just watched they live last night i know someone posted something about that on facebook and my favorite line is uh hey baby what's wrong do you remember that line purple haze when when there's a random shot of of a of two people um in bed a man and a woman in bed and the 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 man is actually an alien and when the alien uh disguise fades while they are actually doing it in bed and she has this look of this horrified look on her face and he doesn't know that he's been exposed as an alien and he says to her hey baby what's wrong <laughs> get a kick out of that every time i got a big kick out of that uh my thoughts on wrestling cards there's a huge movement going on a lot of uh, collectors are into them so i don't collect them i it's just not my thing but uh i respect it i mean if if it's nostalgia for you go for it there's definitely a fan base there's de- it's not it's not a it's, it's not just a fad. It's, 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 here to stay. I have to think it's here to stay. You guys won't let me go to bed. Jeff McMahon, Jeremy, were you at the game when, yes, I was at all the games that was in Winnipeg. I was at that game. I have my ticket stub still. I have my, I have my ticket stub autographed by him. And I have the scoring summary from the Winnipeg free press. And I have the front cover, of the Winnipeg sun, the next day autographed by Timu. I have it all. I, I was yeah, I do. I was there. I was front row. I was front row, row A, up against the glass. When he scored that goal, I jumped up onto the boards. I'm tall, right? So I jumped up onto the boards. I leaned over the glass and I was like doing this. And I was, I was, it was my best moment in sports was that that day. That day. I, I I'm not a Ken Dryden fan. So to me, he does not, Mark. But I'm I'm gonna come. I know many people would put him as the best ever. Never mind the Mount Rushmore. For me, he's not on the Mount Rushmore. I don't know. I have this bias against him for some reason. I can't describe it, can't explain it. Tampa says Sydney isn't close for him either. Flair, McMichaels, Rock, and Stone Cold. Yeah, Stone Cold's up there for sure for me as a wrestling as a when I was a wrestling fan in the 80s. I'll vote for Sid on any best player list, me too. The chat is one of your best guests on After Hours Ever. That's a very S due point, Anthony George. This has been a lot of fun for sure. Boxing. I see. I'm just not so qualified for this. Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson. uh You know, that's it. That's it for me. Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson. There's no one else on my Mount Rushmore. Like, like I, I don't know. And I don't follow close enough. Like Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao. Like I don't know. But definitely, I'll start it off, guys. I'll start it off. Purple haze. Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson. Hands down. No doubt. Like I'm a sure. I like sugar Ray Leonard back in the day. Hogan was great, but couldn't wrestle to save his life. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of bubble. Gum. Yes. That's the other good line from they live for sure. Jack Johnson. Oh, here we go. Jack Johnson, Rocky Marciano, Ali, Roy Jones, Roy Jones, Jr. Yeah. I mean, Rocky Marciano makes sense to me. I have his rookie card. Um, so, and I've done some reading about him, so I can get behind that one. Jack Johnson, I have some of his cards too, but I just don't know enough. Andre the Giant takes up the whole mountain for sure. Adam Lind is deep down the rabbit hole. Lapper was at the game where Slanny broke the record. Yeah, we were, I was there, bro. I was, I was at his 50th, 50th, 51st goal, 54th goal, 120th point, all the record breakers. I was, yeah, for sure. Shug- oh, here we go. Criminal Mind shouts out Sugar Ray Leonard, Ali, Duran, and Tyson. Yeah, I mean, I can get behind that. McDavid is already replacing Sidney. No, he's not. He's not even close. Not to me. Not to me. I mean, you can't take away with, like, McDavid has all the skill in the world. But Mc- Sidney Crosby has goat moments. McDavid has no goat moments. Mc- Crosby has the moments. He has the championships. He has the golden goal. He is etched into history. He's etched in, he's, anyway, we can agree to disagree. No, sh- no harm in that. Tampa thinks UFC is going to stick around. Seems like it, seems like it. Yeah, that was right in front of me. He did that. I was, I had, I was, there. Was, I had an unobstructed view of that. It was on the same end of the ice. It was on the other side of the, of the rink, but I was right there for that. One of the highlights of my life. Sydney will not crack the top 10 in all-time scoring. Doesn't have to. Doesn't have to. I take me. So I would take McDavid over Crosby right now, hundred percent. Right now, he's the superior player at the moment. Yeah, even even his moment has a nickname. Lapper was in the upper deck. I think we had nine dollars. T- I was I was in the opposite of Lapper. I was honestly I was in row A, right up. I was right up against the glass, nine seats down from the visitors' bench. That's where I had seats. All right, I'm at the bottom of the comments for the second time. Exactly. Let me know when McDavid has an iconic play like that. Let, that has a nickname. I, I'm with you there, Tampa. I feel bad. Anyone sitting behind the Gentle Giant, I feel bad being at events, especially concerts when I'm on the floor. I hate, I hate being at a concert, floor seats or or you know a big open open field type of thing, and I'm standing there. I always feel bad about people behind me. I don't want floor seats at concerts. It makes me feel terrible. And La- purple haze. Ali Tyson, Marciano, Jack Johnson. Yeah, good list. Good list. All right, guys. We're gonna kill it. End it. Thank you for joining. Fun night. Hey, there's Alex, 158 a.m. Yeah, about time you pipe up and say, good to see you, pal. Good to see you. Okay, I'm gonna ask you to stop the comments so I can stop being distracted and get going here. So, and you know, Highlanders, his well, he's seven years into it, so it's not just getting started, but I think I think he I think he'll win a cup. I do think he's good enough to win a cup. And then he's on that Crosby level for me. Thank you, Lapper. Always good to see you, pal. Thanks, Albert. Hockey guy. Tampa. Good to see you. Adam. Nice nice to help you uh, end your day off then. Really happy to be able to do that and be a part of that. All Valley. Thank you. Bobby. Great to see you. Anthony George. Thank you. Purple Haze. Thank you. That's it. No more chitter chatter. I'm on Collectible Live tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern. Come join me. We'll be fun. Good night, everybody. Thanks again. This was fun. Thank you, Purple. Thank you, Jake Stowe.